If you've ever gone through a breakup or a divorce, you know that rejection hurts like hell. A recent study has discovered that certain circumstances will cause rejection to hurt even more. And that's what we're talking about today at queenbeing.com. Let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson, and on this channel, I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse and toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. Sound good? If so, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. So earlier in my live stream, I talked a little bit about this phenomenon, how rejection affects you and how certain circumstances will affect you differently. Here's a little bit of what I talked about this morning. Today, the first one is from Dartmouth College in the United States. Healthy people want to minimize the hurt. Uh, that someone is, you know, experiencing during rejection, right? So if you're rejecting someone, you want to be nice about it. Well, in this case, most people say that, according to what the researchers found, that despite people's good intentions, it's actually the wrong thing to do to apologize in a certain way. So people do apologize, and that makes other people feel worse, the people they're breaking up with are rejecting, right? It makes people feel like they have to forgive the person before they're ready to do that. But then again, social norms dictate, well, you know, we should forgive someone if they apologize. So when you're in a social rejection situation, even if you don't want to forgive someone, you feel kind of forced to do that, which I find interesting. 39% of the people polled were given during during this experiment, were given an apology. And when they were asked to write a good way of saying no to a social requ request, they, they included an apology in that. Um, such as being able to meet up or be roommates again or whatever. Well, when people ask them, you know, how would you feel if you were put in this position themselves, yourself, they basically came down to they when when the rejection included an apology, they reported more feelings of pain than the other direction. Do you see what I'm saying? Now let's talk about the Cornell study. So if you've dated and you've broken up with more than one person, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about here. If you've gone through a divorce, especially with a narcissist, you probably know what I'm talking about here. Rejection hurts like hell, like I said. While some people might be able to move on happily and quickly, when you've been with a narcissist, it's very painful and more so than it is in a lot of cases because we become physically addicted to the narcissist, as I've discussed in other videos. And of course, the narcissist loves to play games with our mind, don't they? They're always looking for ways to hurt us deeper, to, to pull more reaction from us because they get supply from that reaction, don't they? Well, now we're going to talk about this study that was done at Cornell University recently. And the deal is that when you are rejected by someone who chooses someone else over you, so if they leave you for another person, this actually hurts you more than someone who just flat out rejects you or walks away from you. So to, to figure out what kind of rejection hurts the most, these researchers gathered together 600 people approximately. And in some of the experiments, they would put two women who were secretly working with the researchers in a room with one man. One of the women was told she could choose a partner to solve a puzzle with. In some cases, the woman chose the other woman in the room to be her partner. In other cases, she worked by herself. In another experiment, there were larger groups of people asked to sort of imagine times they've been rejected in the past. Across each experiment, people said they felt more hurt after being rejected in favor of someone else than they did after re being rejected in favor of nothing, after just being rejected flat out. So in the case of the two women in the room with the one man, the man would feel more rejected if the woman worked with the other woman instead of working with him. Isn't that interesting? One of the study authors said that this is probably due to the fact that these rejections will lead to an increased sense of ex exclusion and decreased sense of belonging 
after being rejected in favor of another person. And I guess that makes a lot of sense if you think about it. So if you can imagine, there might have been a time in your life when you've broken up with someone or divorced someone and initially felt awful and thought, oh my God, I don't know if I can live through this, right? But then later you found out there was another person who they had rejected you in favor of. And at that point, if you can remember correctly, maybe you would have felt even worse about what you were dealing with because it was more painful. Does that ring true for you? Uh, the researchers found that knowing that there was another person who had been chosen over you and not finding out until later could actually reopen the wound and make it worse than if you knew, if you didn't know at all. Finding out later could actually be just as bad pain-wise as it could be if you found out at the same time. But not knowing why you reject, were rejected actually can cause you to go searching for the reason you were reject, rejected. Not knowing why you're rejected causes the same types of feelings as knowing why you were rejected by and, and in favor of another person. But then once you, what it does is it, it causes you to go looking for the reasons, go try, try to figure out the reasons. And so then once you have already got these terrible feelings on, you know, on your head, <laughs> on your soul, then you find out later, okay, well, it really was another person. And you would think that you would find some closure. But what the researchers found is that you actually have more pain in that situation. What it all comes down to is that rejection is awful and painful no matter how it happens. For people who have survived narcissistic abuse or are currently going through it, when we get rejected, it feels particularly hard to us. And the reason is because the rejection destroys our ego because we're addicted to the narcissist also. And maybe subconsciously we sort of value ourselves through the approval and the attachment of our narcissistic partner. This could be due to having had narcissistic parents or other narcissists in our lifetime, other influential narcissists in our lifetime, and, and growing up needing to have their approval in order to get anywhere in our lives. Well, if you've been with a narcissist for any amount of time, then you probably have developed a certain type of feeling about yourself that causes you to need the narcissist's approval in order to keep moving forward in your life, in order to feel valuable at all. If they reject us for other people, this leads us to feel even more flawed than we already felt in the first place. They have this reaction to even the slightest criticism, whether we've actually criticized them or not. Any disagreement we have with them, they act like we reject them. Because the narcissist is always on the lookout for slighted, being slighted, being screwed over, they're hypervigilant. They see every disagreement as a perceived criticism, personal criticism. They will not accept critical remarks without thinking that you are attacking and humiliating them. They consider it a threat. The narcissist needs to feel superior to everyone else, right? So how do you deal with rejection? Well, you start by acknowledging your pain. Acknowledge your emotions. You haven't done this in a long time because you've been dealing with a narcissist. And so in the past, one of the biggest things you've done when you've been dealing with their drama and their narcissistic injury and narcissistic rage is shoving that emotion down inside of you, right? Stop that. Start right now. I want you to start acknowledging your emotions and admitting to yourself that you feel the way that you feel. There's nothing wrong with how you feel. You feel how you feel. It is what it is. It's legitimate. So stop ignoring the pain, suppressing it. Be strong and acknowledge your emotions. It does take strength, but it's worth the trouble. And that's even true, and maybe especially true, when those emotions feel uncomfortable or, or unnatural to you. You've been working for a long time to keep your emotions inside. It's time for you to let them out and express them and feel them. Face them head on. Number two, take rejection as a sign that it's time for you to start living your life to the fullest. Know that rejection can sometimes serve as proof that you're ready 
to take those steps and find your way. If you never ever get rejected, you're gonna be living way inside your comfort zone. You can't be sure if you're pushing yourself to the limit unless you get turned down every now and then. Number three, you gotta treat yourself with love and compassion. Treat yourself in the same way that a good mother would have treated you when you were in pain or should have treated you when you were in pain. Notice I said a good mother, not a narcissistic one. Treat yourself with kindness, with compassion. Talk to yourself in positive ways. Don't let any negative toxic energy and language come in there. Whether you got dumped by your husband or your, your wife or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your brother or your sister or your mother or your boss, beating yourself up is only gonna keep you down. So stop that. Treat yourself like you deserve to be treated and other people will start to do the same. Number four, do not let rejection define you. Just because the narcissist rejected you does not mean that other people in the world don't think you're amazing and awesome. And it certainly doesn't mean that you can't be happy. The fact of the matter is the narcissist, if the narcissist rejected you, it's their loss. And I'm not joking. You're not unlovable because one loser couldn't love you. You're worthy. Just because that narcissist could no longer see that you were worthy or could not let him, him or herself admit to you that you were worthy doesn't mean it's true. Don't let the narcissist define you any longer. Don't let them define your self-worth or who you are as a person. Just because a narcissist thinks something doesn't mean it's true. And they might not even think what they're saying. Narcissists don't even always get the, the truth from their brain to their mouth before it changes. Know that. Finally, learn from the rejection. Don't just jump into the next relationship that comes along. Don't just assume that the next person is gonna be better because Unless you do some work on yourself and you change and you grow in your own healthy way, it's not going to change anything. You might just attract another narcissist and it's not worth it. Learn about narcissism. Learn about NPD. Learn the red flags. Stay focused on what you want, not what you don't want. And I promise you it's going to get a little bit better every single day. Now it's time for the question of the day. And the question of the day is, what would you add to my statements. How did you get through rejection if you've experienced it? Tell me your story. Tell me your thoughts. Tell me your experiences. Share them in the comments below so that other survivors can learn that they're not alone. Everybody goes through it. Not everybody, but all of us have, haven't we? And it gets a little bit better every single day. Take the time to love yourself enough to take care of yourself, to treat yourself like you deserve to be treated. And it's going to get just a little better every single day. All right. That's all I've got for you right now. As always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now. And the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.